our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like we overcompensate with sheltering them from seeing our, I think you, you might have missed it, seeing our experiences that they don't have a, a real, a true perception of how life works. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and even with, you know, this being the theme of identity, me not showing them who I am shows them that it's okay to not know who you are and be anything anybody else wants you to be. They tried to count me out. I'm gonna count me in. Fill up my bank account. Now I got something to spend. All right, uh, final segment of this this uh, very rich conversation I have gained, I've brought in my perspective through uh, hearing the perspectives of others. And um, we're going to close out the show with Forrest Brooks, Dustin Jackson, and Philip Washington Jr. Please say Jr. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Since y'all are the last man standing, how how has it been for y'all? And don't feel obligated because I'm sitting right here, but has it been value added at all? Big time, dude. Um, It's almost like, remember back in the day you had like footnotes where you can, uh, you know, read a compressed version of what this whole book going to be about. Um, This is the concentrated version of that. So like, it's like you got a concentrated version of um, men, identity, Christ, and that piece feels like today was a day that wasn't planned, at least for me. But I got so many gifts today from all these gentlemen that this price is, man. So oh, oh, that's the point, man. That's the point. So we wanna um wanna round this out with I wanna tap into your your personal philosophies on identity. You know, like you said, there's been a lot of discussion on it. That's the theme. Um but what governs how you manage your identity, how you live by it? What's, what's your philosophy on identity? And I want to I want to be clear about our ages, too, because I think we represent uh, various stages of life. Um, but before us, so we'll, we'll start with you, man. Well, first of all, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for carving out time out of your uh, out of your schedule. I'll probably interrupt in one of your lives right now or book signings <laughs> or whatever it is. But I appreciate you being here. But. I say that in just a little jokes, bit man. because I think that shapes kind of who you are now. You've had a recent change to I did. You I know, did. this 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 new attention and let's right. talk about it. Right. So um 31 years old. Um I'm now in a space of I wouldn't say motivational speaking, I would just say creative, creative communication. Um I find value in that because for so long I didn't have any value in myself. And I was very depressed. I was very dejected. I was very just 
like discuss it with my life, how it went. And, um, you know, I think, I think that's pretty much, that's pretty much where the entire, you know, the, the energy I come with, that's where it came from. Yes. Um, and the identity part of it was I had to become familiar and I had to understand the concept of becoming because one thing that I realized is that um, when it comes to men, a lot of us, we shape our identity based off our experiences. And God had to show me, I'm not knocking that, but God had to show me that at some point, bro, like God talks to me how I talk to their friends. He said, at some point, bro, you have to stop equating your identity to your experience. There has to be more than that. Mm. So I had to drop, and it took a long time. I had to drop my experiences, my anger, my hate, my disgust. I had to drop it and willingly pick up what he was trying to show me about myself, which is not easy when you don't have guidance. So all the men that came up here and talked about that, I have a lot of a lot of respect for because they had to do it in the face, in the midst of relationships and families and mm-hmm. children, looking at them to, to lead them and to guide them. So I didn't have that birth, like I didn't have that type of, you know, pressure on me. It was just me. Right. So, um, you know, when I look at it in the grand scheme of it, you know, God is so, he's a chess player and he's so smart and tactful how he reveals who you are to, to yourself and to those around you, you know? So um, when it comes to identity, that's kind of the thing that I had to learn for myself is that when it came to me, experience was a great teacher, but that's not the only teacher that God wanted to use to shape mold. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of where it came from. But, but before less, what from your experience could you draw on to operate sanely? And I mean that in this space, right? Because right. you're getting a ton of attention in, in whatever environment or industry, whether it's sports or, or entertainment, everybody's not prepared for that. Right. Are there some experiences that you had to draw on or, or, or are these things that you're totally leaning on God to show you how to show up and, and manage this, this new phase of life? It's a total dependency on God, mm. 100%. Now, I've been through a lot. I've been through church hurt, relational hurt, fam- uh, familial hurt. I've been through, you know, hurt on, on a wide spectrum. Um, but I learned even that I don't want to lean too heavily on that because if I have to choose between leaning on that or leaning on God for understanding, I'm going to choose God every time. Not because I'm so wise or smart, but because I've fallen on my face enough to know that there's, that there's no better option than that. And I, you, we can, we can lean on our understanding. We can do that. Um, but God showed me through humbling me through, through people around me, people like you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, through people, you know, like you, like the gentleman here that man, God, God is the greatest teacher that I could ever ask for. So it's more so for me It's more. So at first it was experience. At first it was what I've been through, but now it's hundred percent God. Cause I'm not that smart. I'm not that sharp. I'm not that intellectual. I, I don't believe that about myself. I, I really think it's all God. I think that's why I'm, I'm gifted to do what I do. Yeah, let's, let's stand on thing with you. Um, seems like this has been a pivotal year for a lot of people that have come up here and spoken. I know to a great extent how the year's panned out for you. Um, what, what, how has your year shaped or reshaped your philosophy on identity, if at all? And give people a little bit of context um, too. What it allowed me to do is to understand what it is not. And I think if you ask someone for directions, you really don't know. If I can tell you what I do know, which is like, hey, I I don't think that you should go this way and that's all I can give you, I think that's a good blueprint, right? So I know what identity is not. It's not 
comparing yourself to somebody else because you always lose, right? Uh, what identity is not, it's nothing that you can copy, right? You can't be like this other thing and it's not uh, a restriction, right? What I mean by that, your identity is not based on somebody else's comparison, what they can do, achieve. Because I realize some people win at their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, but that's their phase, right? That's their mission and purpose, not yours. So the minute you start comparing, you already set yourself up for failure. If I start comparing what God has done for somebody else at a certain age, mm. that again, is not your time, your season, son. Sit back. So what God has shown for me this year was you keep trusting in me. Don't be selfish. Um, and that unselfishness allowed me to still be here today. Any other story, any other avenue, if I always go back to, if I clone myself and that version of me that was without God or trusted in him or talked to him daily compared to the version that has no relationship with him, you wouldn't see me right now, right? Um, and we'll talk about this probably later on. My identity is not my history too, right? I'm 42 years old. I, had, I have two stents in my chest right now. I had a Widowmaker heart attack April 22nd of this year. But I'm here, right? This is an honor. Every day is a gift, dude, right? I'm a healthy dude. I'm a retired Marine, 20 years, one month. Right? I, 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 my identity was based on I'm good where I go, right? Um, but not realizing that I never talk about where I've been, what I've done, because that's not my identity. That's my experience. So what these men today have taught me was your identity is not where you've been, where you've, what you've done, what you've accomplished. is what you experienced. What did you learn from that? Like, what are you learning? Because also, it's not about maybe for you to learn now, mm. but for, for somebody else you're going to meet today. I met several of these men today for the first time. My experience might not be for me, but for them and vice versa. Some of these men spit some things that you can't fathom. You can't find in a book. No scripture would have broken it down to you the way they did. Now, thank God for right. every last one of y'all here because your purpose was filled tonight and served tonight. Understand that. I think one of the best things I heard was, I'm harder than a dude trying to impress God, right? And that's how I realized that is hard. But the next hardest thing is, have you ever prayed for your friend who saw you before you got, got with God? Hmm. That's your identity. That person who's not afraid to do the thing that you know for a fact is hard for me to do, to pray for my brother who was right down there with me hmm. before God came in my life. So identity is not my experience. It's not what I've been through. It's a lesson I learned and what I believe in. Philip Washington Jr. We've had several exchanges on the podcast, off the podcast, text messages through these prompts that you drop in my spirit to push me to go further. So I'm interested in, um, you have an interesting philosophy on life in general and, and what things and how, and how to have a better life, how to have what you want out of life as God designs it. Talk to us a little bit about what your, if you had to, summarize your philosophy on identity at this stage and, and state your age as well. Um, let's share that with the folks. Yeah. Appreciate you, man, for having me. Uh, and like y'all said, just honored to be in the room with such great men. Man, this is a, a good deal. I'm 38 years old. Um, I think my philosophy in life has evolved, but I think to sum up the consistent theme in my life is, you know, like I have always believed in myself and but the beauty of it came from the fact that like literally if I called my parents today and said hey I was, I was uh, talking on this thing and I walked outside and it was a pool 
and I walked on water, like they would a hundred percent believe that, <laughs> that happened. You know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. Right. And so, uh, that was my foundation, which is amazing. And, and then I took that and I built on it because limitation was never like, like in my vocabulary. Mm. And, and I, and I, um, you know, uh, have built that and evolved that in, uh, and I like to think that maybe call, maybe call the word awareness, right? I think like I look at God as an infinite being, right? And, and for me, even my understanding of God has grown because God for me was my father's God, right? First, it looked like my father, then it be- my father's a pastor, right? Then it became this God up here, right? Then it became God and me, right? I don't, you know, and we don't need to get into all that, but the point is, so I'm an infinite being, right? And infinite, the word means like always evolving, right? Always learning, always growing, always knowing. And so like, that's my philosophy is like, I'm every moment, right? Um, understanding more and more of who, of who I am because that's, that's, that's who I am. How much did you... Uh, how much of your father's um, influence shaped uh, the, the 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 way that you um, how you identify yourself? Yeah, so I have a very understanding father. When you know, if you think about a Baptist pastor, right? You may think a thought that oh, he's uh, strict, and my dad was strict. Like you know, we had to sweep water. Uh, <laughs> like when it rained, sweep water down the street on the gutter. I'm like, dad, we have gutters. Like, why am I sweeping the water down? You know? So he was, but he was very disciplined, but he was a very open-minded, you know, guy. Like to give you an example, my dad, that they had their 11 year anniversary this past, uh, uh, couple of months ago. And I was speaking to my dad and my mom. I said, listen, my dad has a standard of the man that he is that, uh, that he never held me to, right? He let me be who I am. And let me unfold in who I was supposed to be. My mom, she was a blessing because, like, I had my first drink as a teenager with my mom. You know what I mean? So my parents were uh, a very good balance and allowed me to, like, you know, like, if I say a family prayer, I may have crown in my hand, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's who I like. That's who I am. You see my podcast. I drop curse words like it's like it's soda water. You know what I mean? Right. But it's but for, I'm saying it to say to have a to have a father who has such a high standard for who he is, mm. but then allows me to unfold for who I am. Like for me, that's who God is. Yeah. Right. If you think about like what, and so, you know what I mean? Like that was, unconditional. that's a right. blessing, unconditional, but I didn't, I never had to, like I had a physical, a, a physical person in my life to, 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 to see like mom and dad. But and then I was like, Oh wait, that's how God is. It was super easy for me to grasp the idea because like, that's how my dad is. Right. Makes complete sense. Right. That's I want to flip it back to you. How how much um how much do you do you directly or indirectly influence the identity you want your children to have? I directly influence it to the starting line, right? Meaning that I can't tell you how to run this race. I can give you the form. I can give you the mechanics, but what my job is to bring you to the starting line, because what I can't predict for you is what that race will look like that road. Right. Mm. So I give you tools that you can use. I give you what ifs, uh, I'll give you some nuggets so that when that time comes, you know how to use it, that arsenal. Uh, and I realized I, I, I was very observant as a kid. So I, I, I saw people who 
seemed like God had been working so well for them, especially men and those leaders. And there were certain qualities that they did. They never gave answers, but they did give you was the arsenal to help you when you get to that next step, right? So they, they groomed you into becoming, uh, like I groomed my children now to becoming independent thinkers along with my wife, right? We really give them both sides of it. And I have to give it, my wife is even teaching me how not to be so, well, do it this way, if not X, Y, Z, or it could be this way. She helps me with the compassion, uh, the understanding of, hey, listen, for my children, I'm a girl dad, two girls. Um, I want to give them the ability to have options when they get to that point. So I get you to start in line. I don't know who your competition is going to be. I don't know what that role is going to look like. But here are the things that you need to make sure that regardless of what happens, just stay focused on this, stay in your lane until God then directs you somewhere else for a new path that he has for you. So that's how I direct them mainly to be self-thinkers because I know if I try to do it my way in a uh, descriptive way, I'm setting them up for failure because, again, that may not be the course that God has for them. Right. So, Forrest, you, you mentioned, um, if, I, if I interpreted it correctly, you referenced the benefit that you have of moving through phases of life to date without the responsibility of children or family. Right. Um, those things aside, what, what are those pressures like um, for those of us that no longer <laughs> have that life? What is it like today to maintain or even be clear on your identity with the speed of information, the volume of information, the, the, um, the, the, the always present temptation, whether virtually or in person, how, how, how difficult is it to, to maneuver through those? You just said I was going to touch on, touch on, Let's do it. um, because one thing that my brother-in-law, Ryan Perkins, he always taught me was that, um, if you're a man of virtue and, you know, you have a genuine respect and love for your family, then one thing that a family does is keep you at home. That's what he always told me. Mm. So the fact that I don't have that, it allowed me a lot of access and a lot of opportunity to do things that I ought not to do, that I ought not do. And so um, when you also take into account that I was like, you know, kind of raised in that social media era and my job for a long time was social media. Mm. You know, I spent a lot of time online, a lot of time in, you know, just in that, in that, in that realm. So the information, the temptation was magnified times 10 because I didn't have my dad around. I didn't have anyone guiding me. I didn't have a family to, you know, I I was working for, I didn't have children. Um, So I just had, it was a playground literally. And sad to say a lot of, I will say about 95 to 98% of what I went through from ages 16 to like 29, like recent was all my fault. Wow. All my fault because I had people like my brother-in-law, like, like Nate Cotman, um, like other, like other friends that were around telling me, bro, don't do that. Stay away from that right there. And I didn't have the respect of a father or I didn't even have the level of reverence in my mind to even put that voice of authority where it should have been. And I just wild out, wild out. So, um, you ask how difficult was it? It was very difficult, very difficult. And, um, you know, it's one of those things that it's a double-edged sword, double-edged sword. I, I struggle with that in a couple of ways. And um, one thing, I, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate um, staying around people that are, you know, 10 to 15 years younger than me because you're, you're, 
you're dealing in a you're dealing in the same world, but differently because I'm at a different stage. Right. Right. And then my children are, you know, 2020. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at LittletonCoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at LittletonCoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Five years, well, 25, more than 25 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes I'm missing information in, in how to connect the dots with them, right? So yeah. it's, it's easy to relate to 10 years ago you than it is 25 years ago you, especially when the world is so different. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm sorry, no. Go, 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 I'm, go, go, I'm go, struggling go. with that because I, I have a 19-year-old mm-hmm. who has a boyfriend, Right. Yeah. Okay. She has a a boyfriend and you know, it's, um, I wonder if I miss moments of displaying my identity authentically to influence her in a way that she recognizes when this is not what I want. This is not for me. This is not what we do as a family. This is not the standard. Um, because I've been the fun dad, you know, I've been, I'm away. So let me pay for this thing you associate me being away with you getting a new thing, a new toy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I missed a lot of the relationships. I'm not proud of it. I'm it, it's hopefully will resonate with somebody that catches it earlier than I did. Um, but I feel detached in a way. No. So I don't, I don't have children. I don't have children. Um, I would never tell anyone else how to raise their children. Yeah. But one thing that I do have is I was a youth, a youth minister for about, I want to say five years, five, six years. And um, one thing that I learned, or two things I learned that spoke to me when you were talking was the first thing is we don't always understand how closely they're watching us. Mm -hmm. So even though you might not think you're making as much of a concerted effort as you could be making, she's watching. She's watching. Believe that. And the type of man that I know you are, the example she sees is more than enough. She's Mm -hmm. definitely watching. The second thing is what I had to learn about trying to connect with individuals younger than me is that it's always beneficial to let them understand or to help them understand that no matter what they do, the line of communication is always open because the moments that you're looking for, as far as like you wanting her to understand your identity, so to speak, those moments will be forged in moments of trial and tribulation because she can, she knows the, 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 the happy, the welcoming, the, the nurturing father, 
but what she might be afraid of and what they were afraid of with me was how will he act if I tell them, man, I just, it's deep mm-hmm. stuff, not light mm-hmm. stuff. Like, man, I just like coerced this girl to do something with me when she didn't want to do it. I just called, uh, made a phone call and had bro jumped. I just, you know, like put some perks in his, like it's, it's deep stuff. Wow. How would Forrest respond if he knew I did that? Because Forrest is so chill and laid back and calm. But, and, and I know that, and I, I, I received that side of him. What will, what will I get if I turn it, turn, turn that leaf over? Yeah. So I think in those moments, that's where your identity is tested and it's where it's forced the most with them. So I made sure that in everything I did with them, I made sure no matter what, no matter who, no matter when, I let them understand, bro, listen, or, or young lady, listen, if you do anything, anything, you can come talk to me. Yeah. There's nothing you can do that'll throw me off. That'll make me look at you a different way. That'll make me judge you because they're going to do what they want to do. We had to accept that. <laughs> so if they, if, and when they do it, you want to make sure they can't come to you. Yep. And you know, that's kind of what I tell people. So everything you just said, I definitely understand. Um, I don't have any children for myself, of course, but, um, if she sees what I see every day, you're good. You're more than appreciate good. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. I'm going to ask this question. Am I the only person that realized that tonight a lot of people's identity was forged through some adversity? Am I the only person Absolutely. that realized no, that? That's true. But the subject of adversity was only that subject that would bring them down, right? There's somebody here who financial adversity won't bring them down, but they're, the way they're viewed in the public will, be, will do that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to identify that, you know, for even myself learning and still going through identity, that that time where God does break you down yeah. and humbles you is always that subject that only you know is the thing that brings you down. And so you're talking about that, brought up about adversity. And I know God or somebody, my father, will love me unconditionally. And that's what I struggle with my girls when they do something that I think that they have already gotten past of teaching, me teaching them. Have to humble myself and say, you better not get on about mm. this. If you do this, how would God respond to you? And sometimes it's hard when you're in emotions. Like, I know yeah. I just told you, don't wash <laughs> one sock and you have 45 things that still need to be washed, right? And that's hard because you have to get grace because you were given grace. And so going back as a father, that's one of the things I'm still to this day, not struggling, but still learning yeah. every day of having the grace, especially when it's a subject that is one that is either cringeworthy or one that will make you either, you know, react in a way that may be more not as compassionate, but saying, listen, dude, what if God did the same thing to you? Right. And that's the, those hardships made me think that because when one of the gentlemen was talking about, he left from Florida and came here, but he had more with less money. That piece that's missing is what his mind was like every night trying to go to sleep knowing that I have nothing when I wake up in the morning. Those stories are always cool to hear and celebrate until it's your story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I watched my parents and they, 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 we didn't, we didn't have a lot of financial talks in real time, but I learned later we didn't really have money. <laughs> like we, it was people sowing seeds to mm-hmm. help pay mortgage at times. And this was going left and this was going. And I think, I think that sometimes we, um, like we overcompensate with sheltering them from seeing our, I think you, you might've missed it, seeing our experiences that they don't have a, a real, a true perception of how life works. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and even with, you know, this being the theme of identity, me not showing them who I am shows them that it's okay to not know who you are and be anything anybody else wants you to be, which is not okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm, I'm taking a, a lot of inventory of, of what's being, um, 
of what's being said tonight. And, and it's, and, and I know this was God that put it on my, on my spirit to have this, this conversation. I didn't know how it was going to go into the listening audience. I never know how it's going to go. I know it's going to, I know it's going to go as God designed it to go. The rest of it is not my problem. Can I, can I tag on see another question? Go no, ahead, wait, please do, man. Yeah. So, so, and you're right. The theme, so adversity, right. And, uh, and I, until this year, I developed a word for adversity or I like to call it contrast. Mm-hmm. The word doesn't really matter. But for me, uh, contrast, I felt was like a neutral word, right? Contrast is something that like, if if I'm an artist and I need to be inspired, like I need to look at messy, you know, you might have to edit that out, but I need to look at messy stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and so like, Contrast is beautiful because contrast lets me know what I want or what I don't want. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's not super comfortable while you're in contrast, but it's necessary to create like your next masterpiece. And so, like, like I, I, I like I said, this year I, de- I defined that word because I realized looking back over my life, we had a couple conversations on the podcast to help me think more about it on your podcast, and. Uh, and I was like, yeah, like I've been like jumping out the helicopter without a parachute, like since I was 18 years old and and figuring that shit out, you know. And then after you do it enough times, you realize I'm going to be OK, like or I'm going to die. But whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, uh, like, you, you, like you no longer okay. like you like I literally don't fear, fear death. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't fear death. And so and, but you learn that like, oh, I talked to I'm a wealth manager. I talked to uh uh, a lot of people who have money, a lot of people who have money have no joy because they thought the joy was going to come with the money. And I'm like, right. no, you got to take it with you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, like you have to, before you get money, you got to feel the money before you're happy. You got to feel it. Like the conditions are not going to create it. Right. And I'm, I'm saying it to say like, right, right. Um, the contrast lets you know what you want to feel. And then you can just own the feeling without the experience. Like mm. just own the feeling, keep the feeling and the experience will come. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like jumping out. Like that's why I use the analogy of jumping out of a parachute. Um, and then you're like, Hey, listen, I, this is my intention. I have no fear. I don't care about mm. death. And the crazy thing is when you don't care about dying, like it works out. You know what I mean? Wow. Like colorfully, colorfully stated. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. the good <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Colorfully stated. Um, maybe as I stand here now, maybe it's not so much of a question, but more maybe of an observation. Uh, listen to everybody talk and listen to you guys talk right now. Um, it sounds to me when we talk about identity kind of sounds like success where people say it's, uh, it's, it's the journey, not the destination. Um, and I'm just thinking about like my own father as a child versus how he is now. Like I would, I would identify him as something different than my daughters would identify him as, as grandpa. Right. Like, so there's like, this kind of process through your life where you at these different points have a different identity, but you're still the same person. You just show up in the world differently based on circumstances, experiences, situations. Um, yeah, I guess that's not a question, but maybe what are your thoughts on that idea? No, I, I agree. I like the, um, what, what, what did they say? Aspects versus versions of, uh, wasn't different version of you, but what, what needs you get you in that situation. And that, that kind of unlocks something for me is that um, it's okay to manage the situation to the situation's needs. It's not okay to change you to be something different than what you are 
if the situation doesn't need that or doesn't warrant that. So I, I, I have recognized since COVID has slowed us down, I'm not traveling as much. Um, and now I don't have a job. There's that. Um, but just the, the like father figure, be present, not perfect. I knew I wasn't perfect. I was buying presents, but that's not what the thing is about. Um, so it, it's, for me, it's a journey of, and I think Philip used the word awareness. That's been the biggest hack to, to my growth this year is acknowledging me. Good, bad, or indifferent, right? Because I'm not great at acknowledging when I'm doing something good either. But it's okay. It's okay to take inventory of you and come to grips with the things that you need to adjust and adjust them in a realistic timeline. And you may not have control of that timeline. So that's 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 my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And I would say this, my um my cousin told her daughter, she said, Your grandmother is not my mama, right? And so she couldn't grasp what that meant. That nurturing, loving grandmother that you know is not the mother that I know, right? When I think about when we ask God to put people in our lives uh, for certain reasons, we don't know what that person looks like, what he or she does, but we do know that the phase that I'm in in my life, I need that person to be there. So that grandmother is a nurturer and not a disciplinarian because that's the version of what God wants that little girl to see as love from the grandmother. But the mother and the father, that's the disciplinarian's that's what they bring, that village concept, right? Um, the one the gentleman asks about, uh, what we tell our youth, how we help raise them, that village concept needs to grow a lot, and that's on us, right? And so when I realized we asked God to put people in front of us at the phases that we need them to be, not networking, but more of what I need to learn, allow the right person to teach me that. So I think when we look at the different types of love and how, as our identity, we are versions of the love that God needs to see. My father lived six miles away from me. Amazing dude. Mom and dad divorced. I didn't see him that much. I saw him as much as I could, but I'm not upset about it because I probably would have picked up some of his bad habits and thought that was okay. So I thank God for that separation in that window I was growing up. But right now, this dude's phenomenal and awesome. We talk all the time. But he was a better father for other men outside of his DNA. If I line up all the men that my dad was a father to, I thank God that it wasn't just me, but it was for them. Because again, you mentioned that garden, that doesn't belong to us, it belongs to God. So me being selfish said, I wish my dad was here. No, he was always there, but not physically. But I thank God that he was a father to other men because now the phase that I have him in, we're phenomenal. And so I can unconditionally love him. I can forgive him for whatever he was going through. So I just ask God to put the right person to help me with my identity in the right phase, the right timing, without question adjustment. Because if the people that I wanted in front of me was there, my goodness, what I would look like right now. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So I thank God for the people who was in my life in the phases, the timing that was for him, because I would have messed it all up, dude. So to meet Derek through James and vice versa, that meant a yeah. lot because now the man that I am is because I met them in the phases and the timing, Right. I was eating breakfast with James when I had my heart attack that morning. That's the only reason why I was able to be here today because I decided to be unselfish to eat breakfast with somebody I loved that I just met six years ago, right? So that's what I mean by time and purpose, and that's part of my identity. Mm. Yes. Perspective is everything. We, we're gonna uh, we're gonna wind down. This has been a time. Um, for us, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you the young gun 
an opportunity to close with some thoughts uh, if you have any to share. Um, man, I just feel extremely blessed. Honestly, I'm not saying that lightly. Uh, I feel extremely blessed to be in this room right now, uh, to have met everyone in here. And I can't say it enough, like the, the kings that God is putting me next to and near in this season of my life is, is such a gem to me because I went so long without having that. And the thing about it is that a lot of men don't have this. A lot of men don't have it. And um, even talking with some men here, they were telling me, bro, I've never seen anything like this before. And neither have I. You know, so, um, man, I just I just hope and pray that we all continue to, to work in that kingship, in that fellowship. And, um, and I'm going to remember this forever, honestly. Appreciate that, Thank man. You. I appreciate everybody that has uh, touched the mic in some way um, or another on the stage from your questions. This has been a dream um, experience because it's not an episode. It's not an event. Um, this has been a dream experience for me because it's confirmation of something that um, now God tells you something and you hear it and you know it, but then you want your friend to say something about it <laughs> or better yet, somebody that you don't know. So, you know, it's really not a coincidence. Man, I appreciate it, man. It, it'll be fun to draw out the um, how this family tree works next month, next year, what have you. I plan to do these uh, quarterly, hopefully monthly at some point. Uh, and I want to outgrow this space, not for, for vanity's sake, but because I believe that this is a meaningful uh, dialogue. This is a meaningful environment that will absolutely touch the world. Um, follow, like, share, all of that stuff was probably flashing at some point. I'm terrible at it. Um, we appreciate you guys. God bless you. Peace. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. My bank account, now I got something to spend. Nah, nah, nah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I just pull it out and count for nothing when I'm feeling great. Give my baby little Yes, sir. Uh, just a big thanks out to uh, Derek regarding this night, putting this night together. Uh, this was most definitely a powerful and impactful experience uh, where men of like mind in this way, but to get together, put, formulate ideas, and hopefully we will carry this on to affect the, the next generations. Thanks. Mr. Johns, this has truly been a pleasure. Uh, I am truly blessed to be in your circle. Uh, anytime you need me, I'm going to do my best to be there. Um, I really, really appreciate you just, you know, inviting me in and including me in all of your efforts. And I will totally continue to support you and the family of brands that you have. And uh, just want to say thank you, brother. Peace. Another good, 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 successful episode of the Dear Son podcast. These brothers, listen, the exposure I had tonight to these brothers with these different perspectives on life, uh, religion, uh, perspective on what each individual just just had to say about what molded them to be who they are today. Uh, we were talking about basically staple um, identity, what makes you who you are, and just to hear these guys put it into their own words 
helped me understand a lot about myself and my view on some of the things that I look at daily. So I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of this. I'm thankful to for for just just being invited, man, that to, to, to be part of the conversation. It's amazing. My name is Donovan. I'm the son. Uh, this has been a very great, uh, humbling experience hearing all these stories and all this information and wisdom that I can use throughout my youth in the future years. Uh, yeah, it's been a very great experience. A lot of very intelligent men here, and I'm very humble to be able to have this experience and have this information that I can use. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality. For your most precious gift, Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality. For your most precious gift, Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.